There are so many supplements out there. How do you choose? If there was just one supplement that Trey and I would recommend, it's definitely Ningxia Red. We have consistently drank Ningxia every day since May of 2015. It's a whole body health and wellness supplement that's a powerhouse full of antioxidants and nutrition. Ningxia Red is made with pureed wolfberries, also known as goji berries, along with blueberry, plum, cherry, aronia, and pomegranate juices. These are very high in antioxidants that boost immunity and protect your body against oxidative stress. It also has food-grade essential oils like orange and lemon, yuzu, and tangerine. These provide an incredible dose of D-limonene. Trust me, Google that. This is just a two-ounce shot of liquid gold, and it supports your body for better energy and healthy cellular function. Why is that? Well, that's because you're getting antioxidants equivalent to eating like eight pounds of carrots and 16 whole oranges. Trust me, your liver and your eyes will thank you. If you'd like more information, visit my website, www.amycastles.com. What was the first thing that your mom would ask you before you'd go to bed at night? Did you brush your teeth? I don't know about you, but my mom always asked that. Since I was a kid, healthy gums and teeth have always been important to me. But after a lot of research, I figured out that there's actually a lot of junk in the commercial toothpaste. Everything from SLS to artificial flavors and colors, sweeteners even. And I didn't like the way that they didn't actually get my teeth super clean. I felt like they weren't really actually supporting good overall oral health. Well, I'm so excited to tell you about a product that I created in 2016. Sparkle Dust is a non-toxic, chemical-free tooth cleansing powder that instantly brightens and strengthens and remineralizes your teeth and your gums. It will leave your teeth feeling like never before. They will feel cleaner, smoother, and brighter. You will feel like you just left the dentist. I love that feeling. Sparkle Dust is made from nine different organic earth-sourced ingredients, including minerals and clays. It's a natural solution proven to get you the smile that you've always dreamed of. Learn more about Sparkle Dust by visiting my website at www.mysparkledust.com. It's time for a healthy dose of According to the Castles, the show where we talk about marriage, family, faith, health, nutrition, fitness, and so much more. And now, please welcome your hosts, Amy and Trey Castles. Hey, everyone. Happy Thursday. We have a special guest, Paola Brown. Say hello. Hello. I'm excited to be here in the studio. Pronounce your first name again. Paola. Paola. Love it. (laughs) I love it. Okay, you're Brazilian, right? (laughs) Yeah, originally from Brazil. Okay, so I'm sitting here looking at this whole intro of you. It's pretty impressive. It is very impressive. And I see that you are fluent in Portuguese and Spanish. Like this is all at the end, but this is a huge page, but I'm going to give like a little synopsis. So Paola's a wife, mother, homeschooler. You homestead, you are so experienced in in your field that you are probably before children, right? With your master's in English. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And all of that. Okay. Which makes, <laughs> which makes sense why you're such an amazing homeschooler. But I love what you've gotten into in your life where you became passionate about homeopathy and you are the president and founder of Americans for Homeopathy Choice. And now you've created a curriculum, which makes oh, wow. total sense because you have so much education in education and you taught college English yeah. for 13 years with and high school mm-hmm. and high school. It was amazing. Okay. Don't listen to our podcast. Well, actually listen to our podcast. My mom's but. an English teacher. So <laughs> yeah. I, get, I get corrected on the podcast. Oh, no. <laughs> We're always saying our grammar is always off. And I just, I love where you are in your life and how you have built, like you started with your foundation 
and it's brought you into where you are today. And I just, I want to talk more because you are why I use homeopathy. And I think it was like 2019 that someone introduced me, or maybe it was 2018, someone introduced me to homeopathy. In the blueberry patch. In the blueberry patch. Yes. That's right. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yep. And I want to hear what brought you into homeopathy. Well, it's kind of a funny story. So immigrants from Brazil, my dad actually was raised being seen by a medical doctor who only used homeopathy. He was a homeopath and forgot all about it. Then my mother, when we immigrated to the United States, we knew we wouldn't have like health insurance. My dad was going to go to school. And so she brought with her a little homeopathy kit and a book. And so I remember like just those early fuzzy memories of putting those little – because if you guys haven't seen what homeopathy looks like, it's not synonymous. It's just natural medicine. It's like little beads. Yeah. It looks like little – These little like flasks. Little ball – like, you know, BB guns, like mm-hmm. the yeah. little sugar pellets that are about that big. You've seen them at Whole Foods. They look like blue chapstick tubes or – Yes. The other brand is like green and you have to twist the lid and then it pops onto the lid. So anyways, my mom brought a kit of that. And raised us on it. And then when my dad graduated college, got a real job, real health insurance, my mom threw out her kit. She'd achieved the American dream. So then, you know, so that's when homeopathy kind of, I was very healthy and homeopathy kind of exited my life. And that's just so my mom like, mom, you're so crazy. So, <laughs> so yeah, I exited my life and I got married. I started developing a lot of UTIs, took tons of antibiotics for it. Because again, homeopathy was just a fuzzy mem- memory at that point. But I had really benefited from like the foundational health it had given me because I was very healthy. Then I took tons of antibiotics, killed my microbiome, my gut, and developed all kinds of autoimmune diseases. A nice, you know, array, little smorgasbord of them. And the American way. I know, exactly. And what really turned it around for me was when I went, so we're, it, I was living in Houston at the time. We've moved around a lot. Living in Houston, medical mecca, best doctors, best of the best. And I went to the best of the best. My husband works for a good company, fantastic insurance. And she sat me down and she was like, okay, here's your options for it. I had interstitial cystitis. That was my primary thing. And basically, if anyone's had a UTI before, it's like that for seven years, at least for me. I've had it for seven years. Very, very painful. No infection, just bleeding. And she was like, okay, we can give you this drug. I'm like, right, what are the side effects? It might make some or all of your hair fall out, but for most people, there's not much. And oh, I'm like, wow. well, you know, what yeah. What makes your hair fall out? Atomic bombs, radiation, like poisons, right? Like yeah. bad things. And I'm like, I don't think I want to take this. She's like, okay, all right. Well, then, you know, you can do a surgery, cut the nerve to your bladder. You know, there's there was this medical device oh that, that I could like electrocute my bladder and the electrocute. These are all these op- wonderful these options are the they're options. giving you? Yeah. Wow. And I was like, okay, electrocute my bladder because then your nerves get tired and you don't feel your bladder for most of the day. And you just, you can just, just turn wear the pins dial. all day now. Right. And you just turn the dial of the electrocution. Like, you know, it's like E, what is that called for sports people? Tit tens unit. It's like, it's like one of those. Oh, okay. You yeah. Just insert it like a tampon and then just electrocute yourself. Like, geez. Yeah. Wow. So basically you're, <laughs> I'll you're, take now, two, please. you're now being disconnected <laughs> from the signals that your body is giving you. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. your, your nerves are numb. And then the, the last one was like, I was, she was like, look, I can give you pain kills, but you need to join a support group for the addiction. And I was like, these are your options. These are my options. Holy cow. And I said, with all due respect, I can't do any of these. And she put her hand across the table and she said, well, then you'll do it right. You'll find a better way. And that's what began my health journey. Mm. And I did, 
I tried everything, acupuncture, herbs, like so many different things. And there's this little acronym they say for homeopathy teeth, tried everything else, then homeopathy. Mm. And then I found homeopathy. And then I took that little pellet in my mouth and I had a flashback to my childhood. I was like, I had these as a kid. And it, you know, that was the beginning of, you know, today I'm perfectly fine, healthy. I mean, my bladder is always going to be a little finicky. You need to drink lots of water or whatever, but nothing. I mean, I I have zero symptoms ever. That's amazing. Good for you. Yeah. I love that. Mm -hmm. How would you describe what homeopathy is? Okay. So I think that's why people don't go to homeopathy first because it's not like black and white, like, you know, allergies, put some lavender oil or take magnesium to relax. Like it's super, you know, one plus one is two when it comes to a lot of natural medicine. Homeopathy forces you to think kind of a little bit deeper. So homeopathy was discovered early 1800s by Samuel Hahnemann, a medical doctor in Germany. And he basically saw this pattern of the law of similars, where if you overdose on something in its full form, in its complete, like raw, original form, it will actually cure you in its diluted homeopathic form. It'll stimulate a cure. So here's an example that everybody uses, onion. So we're kind of in a small room. Imagine this room was even smaller and we chopped up 25 onions. What are your symptoms? Yeah, we'd be crying, (laughs) right? What else would you get? Nose running. Nose running. Okay, but homeopathy pushes you to be very specific. So is it going to be a thick green mucusy runny nose? Mm-mm. What is it going to be like? It's clear. It's clear, clear and runny. Yeah. yeah. Like the, we say like uncooked egg whites, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. now we're in this little tiny room. We've chopped off all these onions. We're miserable. We're crying. Our nose is running. What do we do to make, feel, make ourselves feel better? What are we going to do? We walk away. We walk away. Walk outside. Get some fresh air, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so think about that set of symptoms. In, in homeopathy, all the remedies are organized in what's called a materia medica, and it's a highly organized book that lists the remedies, and it lists them, and it organizes the symptoms by body part, head. So it's a very highly organized, you know, of all the remedies and what they can do. So you go outside, and you feel better. So what kind of illness mimics these symptoms? Watery eyes, runny, egg white, runny nose, feels better going outside, maybe. Allergies. Allergies, which is funny, because... Typically with allergies, you feel worse when you go outside because you're in the pollen. But some people, for some reason, when they have allergies, they actually feel better when they go outside. Go out and embrace it. Right. So who knows why? You know, maybe it's because they're allergic to the dust mites inside and, and they're not allergic to the pollen outside, whatever it is. But if you're that kind of person, the homeopathic preparation of onion, which is Allium sepa, can stimulate your body to find its cure. And it's not going, because homeopathy is so highly diluted that you don't have any of the original onion in that remedy. It's so highly diluted. It has like structured water, nanoparticles that stimulate your body to find the path out. Is it like taking snake venom and then slowly, you know, creating your body's immunity to that? That reminds you of like, remember Princess Bride? how he kills one guy and he was like, I developed an immunity to it over years of, you know, slowly dosing it. Um, it that's more like <laughs> the way I would describe that is more preventative. Okay. Right. You're trying to like, pre- you know, yeah. be like some superhuman that wants, you know, that can get bit by a rattlesnake and you're fine. I'm sure that, I'm sure there's a, something like out there like that. There's somebody but, that wants to do that. Yeah. This is, that's more preventative. And in general, broadly speaking, homeopathy is treating you when you're sick. The best analogy I can give is so simple, but it like when my kids were young, the boys, I had a baby in the other room sleeping and I'd be like, be quiet, be quiet. And you talk soft, be quiet. Mm-hmm. And the boys, they just didn't understand. They were really little and they would just play loud. And then I finally went to them and I was like, listen, I need you to be as quiet as a mouse. And then the kids were like, oh, that's 
tissue mice. So then they play like little mice. Our bodies will get sick and they get stuck. Okay, it's the right association. Your body wants to heal you. It wants to take you down the path of healing and it gets stuck. So then you say, look, you have allergies. Your allergies like an onion. Fix it like an onion. And that's enough information for your body to be reminded. Really, it's, it's tricking your body. Mm-hmm. You're suffering with allergies. Your body can't fix it. And you introduce onion and your body goes, holy crap, we've got an onion problem. Let's attack the <laughs> onion. And it goes right. to attack the onion, but the onion's not there because it's so diluted and ends up curing the allergies. Because it amounts to just the right attack and it you know attacks everything that needs to, to be attacked. So. My first experience with homeopathy was at the blueberry patch. My little one got bit by fire ants. Fire ants, yes. And both my boys would swell up quite a bit. And so my friend Stephanie said, hey, do you have any homeopathy? And I said, no. And I didn't even know what it was. And she went and got this cute little kit. And it's like, so homeschool mom. I was like, oh, I love you. And she goes and gets this homeschool little kit and it had the Apis 30. And so she said, just give him like two little beads. And we, so we put it in his mouth and I couldn't believe it. But within 10 minutes, the bites were gone. Now, because, you know, I use so many essential oils in my life, I would have grabbed lavender. But you know what? I would have been putting lavender on for a week straight just to oh, keep really? it down. Just, yes, just mm-hmm. to keep it down and keep it from itching. it's more of a soothing of it. It's not a yes. cure for Yeah. It, it didn't mm-hmm. actually stimulate the body to heal. It just mm-hmm. kind of dealt with the symptoms a little bit, right? Yeah. It was what the lavender would do. Yeah. But yeah. with the Apis 30, the homeopathic remedy, it actually stimulated his body to cure. to cure it, to get rid of that reaction that it had. And the beauty is, you know, every time you suppress symptoms, it drives those symptoms deeper and produces a more chronic problem. What do you know from conventional allergy treatment is every time you take, every time like it gets worse, like the reaction mm-hmm. slowly mm-hmm. gets worse and worse and worse. Well, with homeopathy, because your body's addressing it and it's finding the path to resolve that problem. The idea is that over time, that'll actually get better and better. Well, my, better my, right? my only, well, I wouldn't say only, but one of my vivid experiences with homeopathy was with poison, poison ivy and poison oak. And when I cleaned out that back area by the water, yeah. it was all over me. Yeah. And then she gave me homeopathy and within like three or four days, it cleared it up. Well, then, I don't know, a year later, I got it again and it was just a little spot that did not spread. Where before it spread everywhere, mm-hmm. and then I did homeopathy, cleared up in a day. Well, that's that's exactly, and it was just like that's okay, exactly it. That's exactly it, and that's why people are like, well, if this is so great, why haven't I heard about it? I'm like, well, there's no money in it. There's no money in it. It is dirty. You're going to get better. It's cheap, which is probably why your mother, when she came here, she associated it with being that is a that's a that's a poor village medicine or something. Yeah, yeah. I said village because you're from yeah. <laughs> so I think everything's like yeah. village. <laughs> So she associated with being something mm-hmm. cheap and now she's more sophisticated, has insurance. Yes, we have go, marbled halls and white yes, coats. And, yes. Yep. So with the Allium SEPA, I remember in the beginning I learned from your course that you taught, it was intro to homeopathy, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you taught that when you introduce a treatment, so let's say you have a cold, you introduce the treatment, mm-hmm. it will basically reverse you out of the symptoms. Yeah. So when you have a cold, you know how it starts. It's like, oh, I got a tickle in my throat. Oh, I kind of feel a little tired. Oh, now I also, it's like this layer. Now I feel a little, mm-hmm. I'm sneezing. Now I started sneezing and then now I'm getting a little bit more runny nose. Now I'm actually full congested. Okay. I feel like absolute crap. Mm-hmm. You know, it just this progression. 
but then you go backwards out of it with the remedy, right? Well, when I took the Allium Sepa, that was like, okay, I'm a believer here because I woke up, I was like full expression of the cold. And then all of a sudden it was the wildest thing. I wasn't congested. And then it was just went it went runny, egg white runny. And then all of a sudden I sneezed. And then all of a sudden, like it worked its way forward it, and backwards. Yep. It yeah. was the craziest and thing. It's, it's not always like that. For yeah. some people, okay. you know, like sometimes the cycle of illness can actually be like primordial. It's like where you don't know you're sick, but you have it, you know, mm-hmm. like the incubation phase. And then you'll have the chill. And that's when you're like, okay, I'm feeling kind of off. Something's wrong. Mm-hmm. Then you go yeah. lay down. And then hopefully your body will develop a fever. And I say hopefully because that's what your body it's should do. Yeah. yeah. To, to go through that process. And sometimes, sometimes the illness doesn't need a fever. So maybe you won't develop it. But then the next stage is then to push the illness out. And so sometimes that comes up as a rash or you know, some sort of skin ailment or the mucus and that, you know, everything starts coming out. And so that's what I'm saying that homeopathy, it's not just about like swapping Advil for Arnica Montana. It actually pushes you a little bit further to think about like, cause if my daughter was sick this week, she woke me up on Monday morning. She says, mom, I threw up last night. And I was like, okay, lay in bed. And so I didn't jump and give her a remedy right away. I was just like watching her symptoms because I need to understand those symptoms to match it to the right remedy. And guys, I'm not a homeopath. I'm a mommyopath. Like I, mm-hmm. I'm just a mom. I learned this stuff. I you have look a in that kit, man. There's a lot of options There's a in lot there. Of options. That's <laughs> yeah. right. And you, you familiarize yourself with the options, but I have a homeopath, a professional that helps us with our chronic stuff and for complex situations. So I think that's really important to have a homeopath. So she comes up and I'm kind of watching her and I'm like, do you want some water? She's like, yeah, I want cold water. Okay, there's a symptom. So I give her cold water. And within five minutes of drinking the cold water, she throws it all up, like on me, on the floor, on the way to the bathroom. It was really lovely. So y'all didn't go to CC Monday, did you? No, we didn't. (laughs) didn't. So, So anyways, so then at that point after... I'm like, okay, there's a symptom. And the cl- and this is just, I just had it in my head. The classic remedy for when you throw up water and you drink cool water and the water warms up in your stomach and then that's when you throw it up, like it took a few minutes, is phosphorus, homeopathic phosphorus. So I gave her phosphorus and she was just like, mom, that was like immediate. Like my nausea just melted away. But then what happened? Fever hits. And if you don't know any better, you're going to think your kid got worse. But I know the process of healing. And I know that the next phase being a fever is... Well, what... Okay. So what triggered you to know the cold water reaction did this? Is that experience? Is that a book? Is experience, that Yeah. There's books. There's a lot of homeopathy books. It's just familiarizing yourselves with the keynotes of remedies. The keynotes of Valium Sepa is watery eyes, egg white runny nose, better when you go outside. Those are the top three keynotes. And then what you'll do is when you see someone and you're like, hmm, I think you need maybe... You might go to your materia medica and confirm some things, Right. right? But you just start learning them. So in my curriculum for kids is you learn 19 remedies and their top keynotes. Now, that doesn't mean you just should prescribe based on just keynotes. You should always, you know, I teach them. Right. Go to your materia medica and reference a little bit. But, yeah, you just start learning the keynotes. The remedies become like friends. And, like, the one time you use phosphorus in that situation, you're never going to forget. Yeah. You're like, boom, I know it. It's it's empowerment. Right. I and mean, you totally. learn right then. It's like, okay. You learn right then. Yeah. So. Trey's been in a really bad mood lately, and I'm sorry. here we go. <laughs> That's um, chronic. You need I'm a homeopath for that. So, you, I can take a little bead for that. Give me some. Well, I wanted to know if homeopathy can address emotional stuff going on in people's lives because I know that when you go to your materia medica, yes. you're going to need to know the emotions that that person is going through, along with the physical symptoms. Yeah. But what about just emotions like somebody who deals with? 
um, constant depression, yeah, Mm -hmm. or anxiety Anxiety. or fear or whatever. Yeah, definitely. Again, like that's going to be in the more chronic realm. That's something more long-term because for you to select a remedy, you need to look at the totality of symptoms. And for my daughter, the totality of symptoms for her tummy bug was pretty small. Drew up last night and these are her symptoms, right? Right. Like beginning to end, we've got like a 24-hour window. But for something emotional, were you abused as a child? Did you go through a divorce or is it hormonal? Did it start after your miscarriage? Like the totality of symptoms spans quite a long time. And that's when you go down a lot of rabbit holes. Yes. Oh, and yeah. you really do need to work with a professional homeopath. So a great website is homeopathicdirectory.com. That's a really okay. great place to find Say a Say that again slower. Homeopathicdirectory.com. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> so you can go there and find a professional homeopath. But, you know, for me, I had a really difficult miscarriage. It was kind of like a stillbirth. And that's when my hormones started going off and that's when I had tons of anxiety. And so we worked on this layer by layer and I'm just so thankful. And, and honestly, like what does modern medicine offer in terms of anxiety, depression? More that, chemicals. Yeah. And like that stuff, you know, we all know that stuff has a, a shelf life for us, like mm-hmm. as far as how long you can tolerate it before you have to increase the dose, yeah. and, you know, so, so it's really wonderful. I had actually a wonderful experience with my husband. This is a cool story. Oh, really? really yes. I know. Like, well, it's, like it's how, good. How wonderful. Okay. My husband's like, my husband's like, I'm the emotional one. He's like even keel. And he started going through just kind of mood swings, like moody. I'm like, boy, teenage girl, like what is going on? <laughs> and, and so I was actually kind of worried about it because I'm like, man, he's grumpy, grumpy, right? And so simultaneous with that, he started getting all these warts on his hands, just like little warts. I did not associate the two. Yeah. But in homeopathy, it's about the entire person. It's not isolation of like, oh, I have a wart, you know. So we could have just gotten those warts frozen off. No big deal, right? That's not like a very dangerous procedure or whatever. But you would have missed an opportunity because your body is, the symptoms are the cure. The symptoms are communicating the cure. So then I I was like, you need to just go to the homeopath. I didn't send him to the homeopath for the warts. I'm like, you are grumpy. You need to go talk to our homeopath. You talk to somebody about this. Yes, right. So (laughs) he took the case and my husband's not very chatty. So usually the homeopath says, can I talk to your wife after, after his appointment? Uh-huh. So I'm like, okay, listen, this is, this is the real scoop. <laughs> so I, I tell him, and I was like, oh, and by the way, he has these warts that are popping up everywhere on his hands, on his like arm a little bit. Like he had like six. It's a lot, right? Did you try yeah. to hold your hand? Were you like, oh, I'm kidding. It's actually just one hand. But yeah. oh, that's good. Did you, so, would you switch and go around the other side? Like, you want to Stop Don't it. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, so the homeopath is like, oh, I didn't know about the warts. And I'm like, oh, please, Lord, tell me that's going to help you find the right remedy. Because it can be tricky to find the right remedy. Mm -hmm. He prescribes a remedy for Jason. The first thing that improved, and this is typical in homeopathy, usually the mentals will shift before the physical symptoms shift. So like I've seen this with my daughter. She was puking. She was crying. She was so upset. I gave her the phosphorus. The nausea, actually for her, the nausea went, went away right away. But like, here's my son. He had really bad seasonal allergies that just hit when we moved to Texas. He was crying, weeping, upset, itching eyes, itchy nose, itchy throat. I gave him the right remedy with Sabadilla. And the first thing that went away is he stopped crying about it within five minutes. Oh. And I was like, hey, do you feel better? He's like, no, my eyes still itch, my toes still itches, and everything's still itchy. And I was like, yeah, but you stopped crying about it. I know I'm on the right remedy. Go to bed. You know, and he went to yeah. bed. So anyway, so the first thing I saw is like he just seemed a little bit more like my husband, like Jason. And it took a while, but the warts started falling off. So I could have frozen off those warts. But you miss the opportunity. You wouldn't have gotten what created the warts and was causing the emotional issues. Yeah. 
Oh, I love that. And your body is go to a homeopath for other issues. They're awesome. They can be awesome. Like, I want to now. I'm like, oh, I wonder how much is re- you find out so much about yourself. Mm-hmm. Just um, just yeah. talking and talking about things yeah. and having somebody who's so educated to be prompting you with questions right. and you hear yourself and then you're speaking it. And it's like, well, not just that, like homeopathy forces you to connect with yourself because if you're just ignoring all your symptoms all the time, like we're taught to do in the standard American world, you oh, know, yeah. right. You're just ignoring it, but suddenly like it allows you like, Oh, okay. Like, like I've been having a reoccurring dream and my homeopath, like when, when I can have a reoccurring dream and I tell him about it, he's like, Oh, great. And I'm like, great. We got on an awesome <laughs> remedy. And my recurring dream is giving birth. Like that miscarriage is really traumatic for mm-hmm. me. And I clearly like, I'm still struggling with that. And I keep having this reoccurring dream of giving birth. I remember another time when we were working on it on a different layer of my healing, I kept having this reoccurring dream of driving a truck and slamming on the brakes and I couldn't get the car to stop. That was a reoccurring dream. And he gave me this remedy that was like, oh my gosh, this is awesome, you know, and, <laughs> and that's what really balanced out my hormones. And so like it really forces you to connect with yourself instead of ignoring yourself. For me personally, especially the path that you've brought our family on, you know, I was raised in a conventional way, conventional household, conventional medicine, conventional doctors. My mom was an educator. My dad was a salesman. So we had insurance. So, hey, you got to sniffle, go to the doctor, yeah. you know, go to that's your right. practitioner. Mm-hmm. And it was a conventional way of doing things. And 90% of the people still do that. And until situations like what happened with your mom comes in or what happened with you and you have to go unconventional because you tried everything conventionally. That's right. If we could flip that upside down exactly. and say conventional is there. I know it's available to me. Let me try everything unconventional first and then go to conventional. Well, that's right. Like how many people have I gotten through major surgeries without one single opioid, without one single Advil or Tylenol? Like serious mm-hmm. surgeries, face yeah. surgeries, wisdom teeth are coming out. And we're just doing a little bit of Arnica, a little bit of Hypericum because that's like pretty standard. You know, yeah. that's like mm-hmm. acute, right? And they get through it and they're fine. They're perfectly fine. And yet we have an opioid crisis. Why? Because there's money in it. Because it's not the first thing we're doing too. Yeah, because there's money in it. <laughs> that's right. Or we have an antibiotic crisis. Yeah. Pay attention, guys. It is hitting. I have to say that's another wonderful thing about homeopathy is because my journey was through antibiotics that made me sick. So I was having UTIs. I was having actual infections. And so in my curriculum for my kids, and you can get them at teachkidshomeopathy.com. Yes. Free lessons there. I wanted to ask you about that. You created this curriculum while you were in Budapest, right? Yes. That's the majority. Started it in Texas, but yeah, the bulk of it. And you were in Budapest for how long? We were there for three years for my husband's work. And you were there pretty much during the whole time during COVID. Yes, almost pretty much during the heavy time, the heavy time of COVID. This is recent. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. She just got back here to to Texas. Welcome home. Yeah. (laughs) But I think it's beautiful how something so amazing, your curriculum is so beautiful and I love your artwork in it. So, but tell me about your curriculum. Well, basically we teach in my curriculum drugs like, so I have memory work in there. So this is just one little piece of it, but drugs like antibiotics and steroids suppress illness and drive disease deeper into your body. Mm -hmm. The result that you may see is your body's health will weaken, developing more serious and chronic or more serious and long-term diseases. We should reserve these drugs for heroic, life-saving circumstances. Thank you. There's a time and a place for them. There absolutely is. If your arm is across the street, you should go take care of that with the doctor, right? But there's so much it can help before, during, and after. So my curriculum, you know, basically my thought was like, what did I do right when I was in that doctor's office? And I turned down, okay, wait, so let me finish. Remember that drug that made most of my hair fall out? Mm-hmm. 
well, fast forward 12 years, my mom calls me. She's like, have you heard of this drug? It's for bladders. And I was like, yeah, that's exactly the one that I turned down. And my mom goes, well, look at this. Class action lawsuits because people who are on it for about 15 years are going blind. Wow. It's drilling holes in their retinas. I would have been on it for 12. Wow. Jeez. And that was my epiphany. I was like, oh, my gosh, what did I get taught that allowed me to make that decision in my doctor's office that day? Because I didn't know about homeopathy yet. I didn't. I hadn't like you know awakened to the trust, medical you system. You trust your doctor. You trust trust the system. But something in me was like, wait, and that is what my curriculum is about. It's more than just learning the nineteen remedies and their keynotes and how to pick them in in acute accidents. Mm-hmm. It's it's really about how to think critically, and how to ask the right questions. And that's what I did. I was like, well, it's not going to cure me, right? No. And it's going to cause maybe these side. Well, what else is it doing for me? How long has it been on the market? I'm always suspicious of new. I was always suspicious of new drugs, right? Yeah. Have to be. And there you go. Yeah. Yeah. And pretty much a lot of them have a cycle. Most of them do. And they're quietly plucked from the market. You'll never hear about them getting pulled off. Right. So you have a curriculum that's for moms and adults. Yes. Yeah. I should so say adults, dads, yeah. anybody. But then you also have one for kids too, right? Yeah. There's something for everyone. I have a preschool and kindergarten primer. So just really sweet, a lot of like sensory type things, learning about remedies, you know. Then the main curriculum is grades one through 12. It's a one-room schoolhouse curriculum. It's literature-based. So you've got a core story of a, a gal named, little girl named Evie, that grandma comes into town and she's just like following grandma. It's actually based off of my sister-in-law. My husband has nine other siblings. And when we got married, one of them was six years old. And she thought I was like so interesting because I was Aww. this outsider Brazilian that like <laughs> did all these weird things. And she would follow me around their house. Just like, so why are you doing that? What's that for? So that was kind of my inspiration for Evie. And then grandma teaches her about homeopathy. And she's just asking these really great questions. And so kids enjoy that because they're following this little girl, Right. But then adults enjoy it because they can really relate to that grandma who's trying to pass this down, you know. And then what I really did was I wanted the curriculum to be kind of a family-style learning. So you have the the storybook, which is for ages 6 to 96. You have the main curriculum, like teacher's manual, that has all the lessons broken out, like read this chapter today, tomorrow do this other lesson. So it just kind of walks you through the whole program. But then I did workbooks because there's three levels, level one, two, and three. Level one is for one through third grade fourth through eighth grade, and then ninth through twelfth grade. And they all have exactly the same assignments, but they're all adapted by age. Love that. So like one of the first assignments they do is about this learning about the side effects of drugs. So the little, little guys, level one, they get a drug label for acetaminophen that is very simple. It doesn't say jaundice. It says yellow skin. And they're supposed to color the little human body with all the symptoms to think about symptoms of drugs, Right. In the middle age, what they get is they get the original drug label for acetaminophen plus ibuprofen and aspirin. And they think about polypharmacy. They read the original language and they color all the symptoms of all the drugs into one human body. So it's kind of layered. Then the high school age, they should do what every adult should do when you get prescribed a drug, which is sit your butt down on a computer, mm-hmm. research the side effects. And then they also get to color it, but they, look, they do it on a human body that has the anatomical position and they learn about where that came from and everything. That's cool. Wow. I love it. Is this relatable to a single mom, a, a dual parenting, you know, set up to where convenience of the knowledge they have now is where they're going to immediately go to, but to try and get out of that channel and then go into something else, it could be intimidating. It could be a long yeah. journey. 
I mean, would you say this is a an easier course per se that you can take quickly and learn quickly? Yeah, it's it's very open and go. I, you know, I run a nonprofit. I run this business plus another one, you know, very, very big. And I homeschool my kids and we have our homestead and like we're, you know, there's, all, I have a million. You're going and blowing and busy. So I want it to be open and go like, please don't make me prepare a lesson. Just like open and go. But I would say the other thing too is, you know, there's experiments in the book that are super great. And I want to be the mom that does experiments. I really do. But I'm not always a mom that does experiments. So there's a whole video Amen. library of 77 <laughs> videos of where you can this watch me do it. This is all in here that you've put yes, together. It's all, it's all in there. I mean, not all, some of the videos I did curate from, like there's some really great TED Talks about the side effects of drugs. So that's for the older kids. But in general, yes, most of the videos, it's me And that's what people demonstrating want everything. Yeah, they they so, want to be able to, as they're driving, as they're sitting, is where it's convenient. They don't have time to read, but they can pop something in right. and listen. And they can watch that, th that segment of the lesson. Yeah. I know I've been like, and this is in my journal, this is the front of my book where I'm writing out some stuff for a course that I'm trying to create, mm -hmm. um, which will all be digital, but it's, it's inspiring. Like, that is so, you put so much work into it. It was and a I lot love of work. It. it was a lot of work, but you did it. Like you finished it. Yeah. And I, I love that you have your materials printed. Mm -hmm. Because I think that's so yes. important. I, I actually really like to hold things. I do too. Yeah, hands. the free lessons, like people are like, is the whole thing digital? The free lessons are PDF print downloadable, you know. Yeah. The, and they're three complete lessons, super awesome. But yes, the curriculum itself is physical. You can actually order the physical book. Yeah. Now, but there are groups that are coming together that are doing this like a study, yes, right? Co-ops, yeah. Oh, so that's, so there's, there's co-ops can do their own thing where they can, you know, have one teacher with just one teacher's manual and then the uh -huh. families just get the storybook and the workbooks, you know what I mean? So we have a whole program that, but what I did is all these mothers started reading this book to their kids, the Evie book. And they're like, this is so great. I want to read it with my girlfriends. So we have this whole book club program where you can get the book, get the book club handbook. It goes a little deeper than I do for the kids. You know, you know, I have like legally, I can't teach children how to, because homeopathy in the United States is legally a drug. The father of the it's food. Amazing, I know. Yeah. The father of the food drug Take and an cosmetic onion, that's a act. Drug. I know, right? But the father of the food drug and cosmetic act was a medical doctor. He got the New York City through the flu of nineteen eighteen. It propelled his political career because he was so successful at helping and he only used homeopathy. He was a homeopath. So he, he included homeopathy in the Food Drug and Cosmetic Act to keep it safe, you know, from Oh wow. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. that brings me to another point. Threw it to the wolves by accident. That's good. Yeah, so there is some threat. Now, homeopathy is extremely effective. It's also extremely affordable. The remedies are what, like $8 for a single remedy? Yeah, ten, five, it's it's going up a little bit more okay. because of inflation, but yeah, about 10 or 12. Okay. Mm -hmm. So there's some threats to homeopathy, Yeah, which brought you to start Americans for Homeopathy Choice. That's you right. founded this large and insanely organized, amazing organization. Is that which I went to Washington with? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Did y'all go together? Yeah. So that was kind wow. of like, I don't, I think we, I'd seen you around before because we kind of walk a lot of the similar circles, but I had never seen, I had never met you before. Oh, we hadn't before. No. Then. Okay. So yeah, Americans for FDA is coming out with a policy document. It's not a legal document. It's a policy that basically is meant to explain to the world, okay, here's the law. This is how we interpret and we'll enforce the law because law, law language is vague and it's very helpful for agencies to provide exactly like here's a checklist of how you can comply with this law that's super, you know, obscure in its language. This is what we're going to look for, right? So it was meant to be the very straightforward thing, but what agencies are doing, and this is a generic problem throughout Washington, is they are creating guidance documents that reinterpret the law, right? So if the law says you have to color in blue 
And then the agency comes out, yes. And by blue, they mean yellow and green. I guess Make I green, blue. yellow, and blue. Right, exactly. This is so, so they're reinterpreting. That's not what we said at all, you know, but that's what they're doing. So with homeopathy, what they're doing is they've reinterpreted the law and they're basically saying, and this is no joke, they're saying that all homeopathic medicines are being illegally marketed. And that allows them to pull them off the market for any reason or no reason at all. And so. And there's no interpretation of what is illegally marketing. Well, they're just saying it shouldn't, it shouldn't be on the shelf and it is on the shelf because we're allowing it to be. So. That's a problem. Yes. That's a big problem. And the reason they got to that conclusion is because for decades, they've been passing new laws for drugs because drugs like the thalidomide scare where, where mothers were pregnant and they start to, you know, this is in the 50s. They took these pills and then their babies are born deformed. You can see older, like, you know, older generation people that have like fingers in their shoulder mm -hmm. because that was usually the thalidomide drug. So they passed all these laws for the modern drugs that were coming out to keep people safe. And homeopathy was always kind of excused from those laws. And so for decades, it's kind of we have the drug track and then we've had the homeopathy track just kind of quietly doing its own thing. And now FDA is kind of bringing those two together. And they're saying if homeopathy doesn't jump through all these hoops, it's being legally marketed. When wow. actually from a regulation standpoint, from a regulation standpoint, wow. when actually they're perfectly fine, it's the safest category of drug that FDA regulates. It's just amazing that it's even in the category of a drug. Yeah, that that started with Senator Royal Copeland, but you know he had his reasons back then. People were selling homeopathic medicines that were labeled homeopathic, but they actually weren't charlatans. You know, people trying to turn a quick buck. So he tried to control that. Okay, if it's homeopathic, it has to conform with the Homeopathic Pharmacopeia of the United States. So that was in an effort to protect it. It all starts out with good intentions. I know, doesn't it? Now, with Americans for Homeopathy Choice, you have an entire team. You have people who are Amazing. running the organization, getting everything organized, as well as a whole group of physicians and attorneys on your side that have helped create new draft guidance. At this point, we can't create new draft guidance. The FDA has to. But what we are doing is we're meeting with Congress and we're raising the concerns. And we're talking about it. And so that means we have a very broad spanning grassroots network. You're part of that. Mm -hmm. We had this amazing event in DC where we had a congressional briefing. This is before COVID. And you I had to just, sit down with senators. And yeah, everything. senators. I've met with Congress people. And there are many people on both sides of the aisle that are concerned about this. We've been very careful to, to not allow this to become a partisan issue because it is not a partisan issue. It is bipartisan. But I think the way our system is right now, everything wants to like get thrown left or right. And so we're like, yeah. you know, this is a bipartisan issue. And that's where I met Amy. So I'm here. I've just given this congressional briefing. All the chairs are filled. And then I'm done giving my speech. And I'm like, and I'm asking to the staffers, anyone have questions? Anyone have questions? I'm in the Capitol of Washington, D.C. <laughs> and I see Amy's hand go up in the back. Of course it did. <laughs> and, I, and I'm just like, oh, and I, I had that moment because like, I can't let some crazy come and talk right now. Like everything we said was so scripted and so prepared and our legal team went over it and like everything was You're calculated and her little hand goes up and I'm like, Lord, what do I do? And I felt that little Holy Spirit say, let her come up. Oh, my God. And she did. She came right up and I handed her the microphone. Okay. And it like, I'm telling you, when you spoke, like that. it 
Yeah, you didn't know that? Didn't when know she, she spoke, that. it's like she drove everything we had worked for home. It was this beautiful. That's oh, my girl. Right. I know. She's too <laughs> It was, but it really brought it home. And there is power in the consumer voice, in the voice of mothers. And that's what we've been channeling with our organization. That's why we've been so successful. Just this past fall, we had a letter that um, 25 members of Congress sent the FDA questioning their actions. It was 13 Republicans, 12 Democrats. I had, I literally had offices in DC call me and say, how did you get so many people from both sides of the aisle on a, cause this is kind of a health freedom issue, big deal, which yeah. is, which tends to be a little Especially bit Especially now with COVID and everything being wrenched down with all the medicines Ev- that they're yeah, trying to everyone, control. Yeah, the mass, like everything is so partisan and we were like, but we're not partisan. We're bipartisan. God had a plan to get this foundationally structured before this That's happened. Right. That's right. And it was because of your efforts and yeah. your team's efforts. And thank God we were we were set up because I think setting up now would have been very had been, had been oh, very challenging. Gosh, yes. Okay. Now, if someone wants to get involved with Americans for Homeopathy Choice, okay. they can do so by visiting. Go to homeopathychoice.org. And there's literally a button that says, I think, get involved. Okay. And then you can, we have a wait list right now. We have the Homeopathy Action Team. That's our grassroots team. We, t- we give you all the training. We have district captains for congressional districts. We have state captains. Like it's all super organized. We have a wait list right now, not because we have too many people, but because it's just super overwhelming to constantly be onboarding people. Mm-hmm. So we just like open up. Everybody can come in when they're, you know, who wants to join. And then we kind of herd them through with the training, you know, because we can't, there's certain subjects we can't cover. And, you know, so we, we're just, it's very, it's a mindful right now. Awesome. I love it. Wow. Well, thank you so much. This has been amazing to hear everything that you've worked on and thank your you. accomplishments and how it, this is so personal to you and hearing those stories. I love it. So thank you. Unbelievable to have the vision and then create the plan and then actually implement it now to where it's done. And now you can share and just watch it grow. God can't wait to see where this thing goes. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And if you guys want to get those free lessons, go to teachkidshomeopathy.com. There you go, folks. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of According to the Castles with Amy and Trey. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. To stay up to date with the castles, follow Amy on Instagram at acastles. Until next time, have faith, enjoy life, and love abundantly. There are so many supplements out there. How do you choose? If there was just one supplement that Trey and I would recommend, it's definitely Ningxia Red. We have consistently drank Ningxia every day since May of 2015. It's a whole body health and wellness supplement that's a powerhouse full of antioxidants and nutrition. Ningxia Red is made with pureed wolfberries, also known as goji berries, along with blueberry, plum, cherry, aronia, and pomegranate juices. These are very high in antioxidants that boost immunity and protect your body against oxidative stress. It also has food-grade essential oils like orange and lemon, yuzu, and tangerine. These provide an incredible dose of D-limonene. Trust me, Google that. This is just a two-ounce shot of liquid gold, and it supports your body for better energy and healthy cellular function. Why is that? Well, that's because you're getting antioxidants equivalent to eating like eight pounds of carrots and 16 whole oranges. Trust me, your liver and your eyes will thank you. If you'd like more information, visit my website, www.amycastles.com. What was the first thing that your mom would ask you before you'd go to bed at night? Did you brush your teeth? I don't know about you, but my mom always asked that. Since I was a kid, healthy gums and teeth have always been important to me. 
But after a lot of research, I figured out that there's actually a lot of junk in the commercial toothpaste. Everything from SLS to artificial flavors and colors, sweeteners even. And I didn't like the way that they didn't actually get my teeth super clean. I felt like they weren't really actually supporting good overall oral health. Well, I'm so excited to tell you about a product that I created in 2016. Sparkle Dust is a non-toxic, chemical-free tooth cleansing powder that instantly brightens and strengthens and remineralizes your teeth and your gums. It will leave your teeth feeling like never before. They will feel cleaner, smoother, and brighter. You will feel like you just left the dentist. I love that feeling. Sparkle Dust is made from nine different organic earth-sourced ingredients, including minerals and clays. It's a natural solution proven to get you the smile that you've always dreamed of. Learn more about Sparkle Dust by visiting my website at www.mysparkledust.com.